0: This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Good evening. Good evening, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Right now, I'm going to introduce you guys to um, my second person, Mr. Coleman,
1: or first.
2: <laughs>
0: Hi, good Mr. evening, Jenny White. Coleman, how you doing?
2: I'm good. How you doing?
0: Okay, little bit uh, warm, and we're talking about tonight this 18-month-old child died in a hot car, and the dad dies by suicide. So uh, they were in Virginia, and he died by an appearance suicide after finding his son dead inside his hot car it appears that father accidentally left the 18 month old in the car for at least three hours it appears father accidentally left the 18 month old in the car for at least three hours when the boy didn't arrive at daycare the father apparently realized that the toddler was in his car this marks the eighth child to die from a hot car this year. And more than 1,000 kids have died from cars, hot cars since 1990. So, I don't know what do you what do you do? What do you do? He forgot. He didn't do it on purpose. But then when the child he found out and found out the child was dead, then he killed himself. So I'd like to uh, hear you guys. What do you think, Mr. Coleman? What do you think?
2: Uh, It was an unfortunate accident, and he couldn't live with the grief. I mean, I understand uh, you made a mistake. You know, maybe, you know, he had a lot on his mind. Maybe he was under the influence. Who knows? Whatever whatever it was, he couldn't live with it. So, uh, yeah.
0: So it's
2: it's just unfortunate. That's like if if your kid was to fall over the side of a boat and you can't swim you know do you just sit there and cry do you dive in and do what do what you can do at your you know at the risk of your own peril
0: yes that's uh that's really unfortunate and some of the rules of having a child in a car especially when it's hot outside You have to teach the child how to blow the horn. This child was 18 months old. And I'm sure, well, maybe not. Maybe not because they're sitting in seats. And I'm sure he was not able to get out of that seat to blow the horn. So you talking that, about a one
2: year old. You talking about you know, you're talking about a baby that's one one year, six months old. That baby don't know nothing about blowing a horn. That baby just started walking. So
0: Uh, I did say the child can't get to the horn.
2: No, I said even if it could. I don't see a one year old having enough sense to blow a horn. I could be wrong.
0: You don't think they would have been able to do it?
2: I don't think a I don't think a one year old has enough sense to blow a horn. I don't.
0: Yeah.
2: Now maybe maybe one of the listeners got a got an eighteen month old that smart enough to do it.
0: I don't know. What do you do? What do you think, listeners? Do you think a year-old child would have sense enough? Okay, we have a caller right now. Good evening, and how are you doing?
3: Good evening. I'm doing great.
0: Okay. Uh, first of all,
3: uh, I don't think that's 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 not even a question because, first of all, the baby would be in the back seat. So if the baby's in the back seat strapped into a cart and into one of the regular seats, how can he get all the way up to the front to uh, blow a horn? Because if he was in the front seat, the dad would have saw him when he got out the car.
2: Yeah, but I, let's, let's I, Hypothetically, what? let's say the child wasn't in a seat. The child was just free in the back seat. Do you think he would have known to blow the horn? No. I don't think so. Well, that's uh, – the thing is,
3: we're so busy doing everything else that uh, sometimes we need to slow down. I know yeah. about a couple of years ago, General Motors, and I think Ford was talking about uh, giving some type of an alert in the system, so if you get one of those car seats – and you have a kid in it, and when you open the door, it, it it's supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to say, you know, some kind of a thing, you know. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but it's going to say something to alert you that there's someone still in the car.
2: Yeah, well, that's now, a, that would be a great – that would be great yeah. technology. Right. Yeah, because... you know, all
3: you have to do is, as soon as you get in the car, when you crank the crank up the car, you know, have some kind of off button that you have to push in order to turn it off. From uh, like I said, you know, looking for someone in the back seat or whatever, because you got cameras mm-hmm. and stuff all in there. So it's it's not anything that's that major, you know, to really do. But you have to make sure it stays on all the time unless you manually turn it off. Yeah,
2: that's uh like you know in my car i've got a key fob and mm-hmm. so you know i don't i don't stick the key in the ignition i've got a fob i push the button to start the car so on occasion i'll leave when i get out of the car and close the door i'll leave the key in the car but when i close mm-hmm. the door with the key in the car the horn starts blowing and right. so it, it it you know it alerts me that oh, you know i forgot the key in the mm-hmm. car, you know. Other than that, I just walk off, you know, with the key mm-hmm. inside the car. And the same thing: if the door isn't all the way closed or the trunk is open, you know, when you go to set your alarm after you get out of the car, mm-hmm. you know, it beeps. You know, it won't right. beep. So at that point, as I know, okay, you know, my trunk's open, or either one of the car doors isn't all the way closed, or mm-hmm. The hood of the car is up or something. Something isn't closed to where the car won't beep. So there are certain features and technology, um, and I think that you know having something specifically for uh, alerting the driver that mm-hmm. the car seat is still um, still buckled up or you know. Right. Or there's still a certain amount of weight in the seat, mm-hmm. you right? Know, that would, yeah, that would cause that alert. Some similar to <clears throat> me leaving my um, key fob in the car. Maybe you know when they close the door and mm-hmm. go to lock it, you know, it'll, you know, the baby's still in there. Maybe the car horn will go off just to alert them that, hey, you still got twenty pounds sitting in his back seat. You need to check on it. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you this question. If you have your key in your car, why would you... I, I, I don't understand that because you said you don't have to put it in the ignition. Right. So it That's could it could it could be in your pocket.
1: I... Yeah,
2: but some, but sometimes I don't like driving with my key in my pocket. Um, sometimes it's uncomfortable, and sometimes the car won't start unless the fob is close to the push button. So sometimes I actually have to have a fob in my hand while I'm pushing the button. As opposed to just having it in, in the vicinity, sometimes it has to be. And maybe that's because the battery's going dead or something. You know, it, it has to be in close proximity. So I just take it out and you know lay it down so that it's not. On, and sometimes it's on my person. Sometimes it's in my pocket.
0: Okay. Well, the but good there, news that that I have is that my car won't stop and uh, start unless the key is in the ignition. So that's what I have to say. And we have another caller that wanted to say something. How you doing?
3: And how are you? you?
1: Have a you and our wonderful in? co-host and guest. <laughs> hello, hello. Okay. I was thinking you know, of talking about the man. <laughs> talking about the man. I remember it was on, um, I think I read it in the paper. This man was taking the... <laughs> And then people can over, can be overwhelmed. Even when I have my grandson here, and he's cutting up. And then we have to go out to pick up the other kids from school. I said, now, you stay with me. He wants to run down. I said, no, you stay with me. You do this. I'll grab him. You don't want nothing like that to happen on your watch. You, will, you cannot true. live it down. You That's cannot. True. Anything happen to him? And I try to tell him, "See, hey, look out for the cars. And one time he, I was trying to go after him, and I went on the grass. And I nearly fell on my face. I said, "Listen, you're going to make Granny fall, trying to, you know, here hold my hand." So he goes, "Yes, Granny." You know, he's pulling it. trying to. I said, "Now, look, we look for the cars. Look for any cars because they can't see you moving around." And you know, I try to teach him as I go on. But you don't. I couldn't live anything like that now if something happened to them. I come, I tell my daughter, "You got to get some help here," you know. But um, yeah, um, I remember uh, some time ago the man was taking care. Taking the, the baby to the to the uh um the daycare, and so he was doing something. So he took the baby in the chair and put it on top of the car. I think it was in the paper. Wow, on top of the car, and he forgot. He, he got. got in the car and he was just driving and, and driving, it. and he was just blowing and blowing. And all of the baby flew off the car, but he was still in the car seat. And what? then he realized something. The oh, baby was still in the car seat. Didn't get hurt. was the Lord. They never got you know. And when he stopped, he realized, and it just did him in. But, they, you know, he got it. He said, wait till I have to tell my wife this. I said, you probably have to leave town, you know. But women are, <laughs> and not to say that we don't make mistakes like that, but women are a little better than, than taking the kids to the daycare. Because a man, you know, um, his, his mind is on other things, too. He, he wants to help, you know. But uh, I couldn't live anything like that down either at all. I really couldn't. I feel bad because well, we're under so much pressure now,
2: so much well,
1: pressure
2: I on mean, a person's life. Go ahead. I agree with I, you know in in that instance, sometimes you know the the father's job is to take the kids to school. You know, so if that's the case, then you know that's what that's what he does. I mean, you probably have more women doing it than, than men, you know. But yeah. I know that you know I took my I took my kids to school most of the time. So for me, you know, that was part of my role as a parent, you know, because my my uh, work schedule was a little more flexible than my wife. She had to be at work at a certain time, and
1: so yeah. you know,
2: I was able to do that and didn't have to get the kids there super early, you know, to to make it to work. So, but you know, just thinking, and I don't know the scenario, but you know, maybe he didn't do that regularly like you said, and maybe, you know, he got the kid every, every two weeks or every, you know, or maybe the baby spent the night, you know, infrequently. So this wasn't necessarily something he was used to because I guess he just didn't drop the kid off. Now, how come the baby didn't make it to daycare? I don't know, you know, but um, that was just a, a terrible situation. And it just went to show how grief stricken
1: he was, you know yeah. that he didn't want. Absolutely. Yeah, he did, he didn't want to survive after that. Yeah. but you know you met you messed up in this person's life. There was in the paper on on the phone I read about the little two year old that was left on the west side, standing at the corner with one shoe, and she kept talking about her daddy, and no one claimed it. But they have a picture on Facebook. If you want to see who oh, this wow. person is, does anybody recognize this little girl? And she talked about her daddy. But she don't know. That's the come we, wow. we try to. I try to my grandson. What's your name? What's your name? What's your mama name? What's your name? What's right. this? I right. older you. I'll, I try to teach him that. What's your name? What is this? Course, what is that? Yeah. He wants. He wants to get him and play. I said, Look, <laughs> no time for playing, you know. But um, oh yeah, uh, things just happen that way, well, you and know, I, I I I agree with him, you know, because um. I remember a years ago, uh, this uh, uh, one of our sisters at church uh, was trying to find a job, and she had the little boy, her little boy with her in the car. So she went and she left him in the car to go on this interview. And finally, the boy, little boy came into the place where she was being in. She said, "What are you doing out? What are you doing out? Come find out." The car he had done something with the car caught on fire. Oh, I'm oh, playing man. with the playing with the, the cigarette light or whatever, but it caught on fire. And it was it was sad because they did they had the insurance had left on the car, but they had been complaining about the electrical system. But it burned up, and she was so broken when he got out that car. He about three maybe four, you know, get back in the car he, and he kept looking at the roof. Oh yeah, he he got wow. out the car and things happen like that. You you know you don't mean it for it to be that way, but it does. Now I have to watch out. A lot of times the kids get on my nerves so bad. This last time when they got out the car and they were. I want this, and you're this, and I let, and I, let, and so I was driving off. And I happened to look at my dashboard. And it says the door was open. I said, what door is open? Somebody had left the door open on the side. I didn't pick it up because I'm trying to get out. Get in the house, and I'm going home. And he, he and the, uh, one of my grandsons come around, granny, granny, granny. I forgot to close the door. <laughs> you know, mm. I, I don't need this, you know. But uh, it does happen, you know. It really does happen. And... Um, it shows you the pressure that people are under even more so now.
0: That's true. Emotional
1: and mental. The pressure is great. When you stick your head outside your door, the pressure oh, is yeah. great. Well, that's pressure true. In, within that's the family, true. you know, like they said, if you, what did a man say? And I was listening to Dr. Uh, Jeremiah Wright when he spoke in 2016. He says, one of his professors told me this, he said, you're either going, coming out of a problem, trouble. Hmm or you're you're, uh, going, you're handling a problem, or you will soon be going through a problem. This life is full of problems. Like the Lord Jesus said, it's going to be full of problems, you know. He said, but be a good fear I have overcome, you know. But so that's something that really hard to be a good fear over if you're not a, you know, serious believer, you know. And uh, he, uh, he was, when he was talking about uh, when your faith is, uh, when, when, you're, when fear trumps your faith. And uh, I want to encourage everybody to listen to it. I've been listening to it over and over again because so many things are happening. You turn on the television, you know, you all this is coming after you, know. And uh, That's true. even talking about That's it, a lot, you might have having a problem in your relationships, you know, or people, relationships are not free of problems. Uh, your home, your personal life, your work life, all of this, you know, you're having problems. You're going to go into problems, something's going to be, And you have to learn how to handle problems, too. Like I was telling my grandson, he turned 12 today. I said, you have to learn how to handle conflicts, how to do conflict resolutions instead of getting emotional about it. Now, you're 12, and you can get in a lot of trouble, you know. Granny, I said, no, no, not a whole lot of talk. You have to learn how to control yourself and still be in control. You know, I'm trying to tell him things like that. Granny, but they did this, and he said, said, wait a minute. You still have to learn how to handle yourself in the midst of all of what you're dealing with. He came out with a well, 3.4 that's today. Yeah, that's going to be a problem.
4: That's you know, good for the adults. That's what we have adult. to learn how.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you have to learn how to handle And it is hard with all the pressure, the political pressure. The um, uh, uh I'm, In this sermon, he was talking about the, you might not be having problems in your home and things like that, and all those things. As well, relationship problems. He says you're gonna have pro There's no such thing as a problem-free life, problem-free relationship. No, problem-free whatever. He said there's no such thing as a problem-free church, <laughs> which is true, you know. And then he said, but you might not be having problems in those areas. He said, but we as a people are having problems in this country because of the uh, political. Oh, problems that's going on now. He said, and then you don't let your fear trump your face. And he spoke about a lot of things that we have been facing uh, in this country yeah, as black. And, and, and it's going to say, be I a work for be Yeah, but he, he said, you have to remember who Jesus is. He, he, you know, he used the, the term when uh, the Lord Jesus said, we're going to go over to the other side. He said, he still said he's going to go to the other side. You forget who he is, what he said, he's with you, he's this and that. And he said a lot of times because of what we have been facing in this country for so long, it makes you fearful. In this last episode, uh, and he uses the word Trump, and, uh, you know, in uh, 2016, some of the things that he's been doing and saying and make America great again and all of this stuff, he's talking about more marginalization, more some of the things that he's been doing as the young uh children, uh, putting them in cages and all of this stuff, and hating the Mexicans, hating this one, hating that, doing this, and he's feeding into you know you become really afraid, so you can't you can't see the Lord and His goodness because of all of this. And it's true, you don't have to be a religious person; you just know that you're scared. You know, you're scared for your child when your when your son walks out the building, he walks out. You don't know if you're going to see him alive. That uh, Jalen uh, Walker that was shot and killed in Akron. I mean, just you know, made. They want to know, why does this keep happening to our young black men? It makes you fearful. How can I protect my child? How can I do this? We are being inundated with just things that will shake your fear, you know, put you in a a spirit of fear more so than a faith. And uh, he was talking about that. And I would encourage any and everybody to listen to um, his paper called When Fear Trumps Your Faith, put out in 2015 by Reverend Jeremiah Wright. And I was listen over and over and over again. And he puts it so well that we can understand from a historical point and from a biblical point who we are and what we have and our trust in the Lord. And I would, uh, you know, encourage people to look at that. You know, it comes on YouTube. I, you know, I sit when I'm by myself. I'm looking at YouTube, listen to this person over here, read my Bible, whatever. But still, we you still have to face up to everyday life here. And that's all I wanted to say. Um, thank you so much for letting me sound off as usual.
0: <laughs> ah, well, that's uh, pretty good yeah, information. It, that we, it, it? That's it is. good information for
1: us to think about. I think. I do. I really do. Because you're in a niece, you got to have something to hold your mind together. That's true. That's something true. Something to hold your mind, mind together. World? In this
0: world, yeah. <laughs> so and yeah. yes. Well, right now, my, I'm
3: sorry. I said I used to tell my kids uh, about Psalms thirty-seven, thirty-seven, twenty-five. Yeah. Ever have I seen the righteous forsaken, or his, or his seed <laughs> bread? beg and bread? I, and my son, why do you keep saying that? I said because if you had to get a chance to eat, uh, oh, my goodness, you'd be in trouble. I said, it's your is your <laughs> great, great, and your grandmother prayers that you're living off of. And I always remember the old people always say that. You know. And uh uh-huh. I I was thinking about when she said that, I was thinking about, you know, sometimes problems you don't know what they are and they come up on you so fast that you you know, you 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 just have to be used to reacting, you know. I remember my daughter yeah, she yeah. Was like, I think she was 16, yeah. right? And she begged and she begged. She wanted to go to this party down, downtown in Detroit. I can't think of the name of the place, but she had told uh, her mother uh that she was going to go down with some of her girlfriends, right? And that uh the girl's mother was going to bring, you know, bring them back. So Her mother dropped her off down there, and I was sleeping. And about one o'clock in the morning, the phone rang, and all I heard was, "Daddy, I'm down here by myself." I didn't get I didn't hang up the phone. I was downtown. I'll say it was in ten minutes, right? And she was she was the only one down there. Everything downtown had been turned off. It was jet black down there. Oh wow! This all happened when I turned on the street by the. The police headquarters. I saw some little moving, and th- and by chance that was her. You know, and once I got her, then that's when I started getting scared. You know why? Because <laughs> you think of what could have happened. You know what I mean? What when you when you when you uh, when you're reacting sometimes? You know your adrenaline is going so fast. You don't. You know you really don't. Uh, you know, know what you're just reacting that you know what you got to do. And then after I got her in the car, I mean, it was jet black down there. I just, I was like, and she was there all by herself. I said, well, what well, how happened? Did that,
0: people how to did that happen? Yes. Yeah.
3: She wanted to go, and she told a story because her girlfriends didn't go. You know, as kids, we do dumb things. Oh, yeah. Figuring out, we, you know, figure, we're going to figure out something, you know. And like I said, I didn't I didn't get nervous until I got halfway got her halfway back to the house. <laughs> and then I you know, I started thinking, you know, you calm down and you start thinking about the conditions, you know, or where she was, how often 'cause she's only you know, she was only like five foot tall or whatever. You know. Uh yeah. but and by the time I got I dropped her off at the house, I I didn't fuss at her. I said, Sweetheart and I said we got you home. I'm not gonna say anything about it. You don't wanna say anything you love, I I'm not gonna say anything here because I know it would turn a, a regular night into a long, you know <laughs> drawn out. Oh, yeah. So sometimes it's better, you know, yeah, like I said, when I like I said, when I got home I couldn't go to sleep for the rest of the night just thinking you know what how it decisions and you know, and things happen. You know, so true. He talks about, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, you were right about you're going through something yeah. or in the midst of something or coming out of something. A
1: storm comes up. It's a storm, you know, going into right. a problem. He talks about when his, his daughter went to jail. I said, what? When his daughter went to jail? He talks about what happened. He talks about how uh, his daughter, go, go, he's dropping her off at school. She's going through one mm-hmm. door and then going out the other door to meet some guy through, by way of his mother and what happened.
3: Right. All of
1: this, he talks about it. He talks about it. He, he keeps it down to the level of what we as black people are going through with our children, our deaths, and what he had to do, you know. And um, he talks about when his daughter went to jail. He says, I had to go see my daughter through bars. Mm-hmm. All of these things, you know. as He said, now I'm a priest. I got to preach to the people, you know, all this. And he says, I mm-hmm. had murder in my heart, <laughs> you know. He, he brings it down to the level where you can understand and feel that he feels that he's and I had to preach Sunday. <laughs> I like got of this. So I encourage you to listen, encourage people to listen to it. It's called when your fear trumps your faith. And uh, he talks yep. about he makes may he he's human, but yet yeah. he shows the sufficiency of the Lord Jesus. It means a lot. And this is the thing of encouragement. One thing we do need is to be encouraged on every hour on the hour hmm and I you know, even my grandson is here I said well look put your shoes because my granny can fall over them shoes. He, think he wants to play mm-hmm. put your shoes over here do this do that and I told him well, clean up my floor well, I, well, I don't feel like I want to get it up get it up he's never well, getting my hands around you you know but I'm uh, trying <laughs> kind of, you have to be quiet here you know all of this and he'll be going to school Lord willing, next year and we're still praying about that but he talks about it as if he's a person Save man, you know all these years. You know mm-hmm. he used to be uh, President Obama's uh, minister, uh, pastor for three right. years, and all the things that happened to him during that time, and how the Lord has yeah. kept him. You know, to me it's that's what makes.
3: A, you know, to me that's what makes a minister. Anybody can quote the quote the Bible. If I wanted to, oh, I yeah. can read them. So, but it's the it's the way that people are able to apply it to their life that makes you look yeah. at your life. In and, and that's the difference between people who are, I call, true preachers and people just up there yelling and screaming and hollering for an effect, you know, what came out of the message, you know, because that's, to me, that's the most <laughs> important thing, because you can hear one preacher preach the same sermon from the same place and say the same words, but the way he, he, he makes the mannerism to it will touch you totally different than somebody else.
1: It isn't yeah. gone through something. he yeah. has gone through something. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. All of this, you know, you can say, no weapon formed against me. Because when it was formed That's against right. you, the Lord came through. You've got to see all that. It is. But that man who lost it, you know, his, his his child died in that car. You know, it happens. It can happen very easily.
2: Right. Well, very easily. Uh, has... Got
1: have
2: got this scenario where the woman has four children. Uh, oh yes, by four different men. So uh, one dad comes over to the house and brings his child to McDonald's, uh-huh. and the mother Uh-oh. you know goes off on him <laughs> and you know <laughs> talks about him and how you know he should have bought some food for all the other kids. And then social media has gone crazy saying that, you know, he was wrong for not, you know, bringing food and feeding the other kids. What's your thoughts on that? Should he have brought enough food for the other kids to eat? Was he wrong for providing uh, a meal for his one child, you know, when these other fathers may not be? Doing the same. Doing their part.
1: What you think about Uh that? You think he was? That woman is a package deal. I look at it's a package deal. (laughs) Well, you know. You
2: know. Okay, so so he got he got one kid. He was supposed to bring kid.
1: He was supposed to bring food for all four. Or else give her some money so that she can go out and do it.
3: (laughs) that's what
0: I look
1: at.
3: What? Give it to her. My mom always said, if you can't get enough for anybody, don't bring enough for nobody.
0: That's right, that's right. That's true, yeah.
1: Because you caused I mean, a lot of problems, So, so,
2: so, your got, right. so your kid got to starve on the, on the account but he ain't that McDonald's ain't going to kill him. What'd you say?
3: I said one McDonald's ain't going to kill him. But like I said, well, you know, it depends on how much so money you can't you, can't do, you can't do for your kid because, because well, you can't no. afford you know a kid? I said, no, I say, I say I say well, I want to run. Uh, just say my kid to uh, to the to the store or to go see his aunt before she leave. Get some kind of way to to get away from that situation where if I you know, because I only have money for you know the one kid, so you okay. know I, okay. I do have to get to remove him from the situation from the house. But
2: like a, you just take, right take him from the house right. and take him for a ride so that. They can eat their food and then you know bring them back. Come back, right?
3: All right, I can you go got for that.
2: Way to steps <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, sister Lucy, what you think?
1: What you think? What you think? the right that way? House is a pack and like situation. Okay, for my grandkids—they have different powers, uh, and you hear—I can sit. They be in the car. Your daddy, well, your daddy, <laughs> well, you, your daddy—he okay. you, daddy, uh, got so many felons, he can't get a decent job. Well your daddy wow. got this. Well your dad nigga gets to the oldest daughter. Well you ain't even seen your dad <laughs> wow. I said, I said no, no, you don't talk like that, you know. You don't know, you know. And then your daddy is so short. Look how short you is, you know, all this stuff. Wow. <laughs> it's terrible. You know, and so I said well. It's- <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. And, uh, they yeah, him, well, he he said, it. well,
2: well, I guess he better not bring. You know where it from over
1: there, <laughs> right? <laughs> so they're gonna take
3: it. <laughs> well, they're gonna take his Let food me, and eat it in front of his face, <laughs> right?
0: Let me get give now, you, he you would one over <laughs> you
1: know.
3: Let me give you one even better than that. I got I, I got sent to Kansas City to work, right? And I have to find me okay. a good black barber shop to go to. So, I go in this black barber shop. You know how you always have like four or five guys sitting around and talking and stuff. And I'm sitting up there, and these older men and younger men were bragging about how long their kids were in jail.
0: Oh, that's uh, sad. And I was
3: like, I, you know, I'm like these people are bragging about. Well, my son got thirty years, and my son, I'm like. I'm just sitting up there, I'm like, wow. you know, from these kind of you like, like, that kind of stuff you keep, like, in your own back pocket or something,
1: and yeah, when everybody was. left, I wow.
3: finally got, got, you know, got my hair cut, I say, is, is that what they do down here? I said, this is my first time here, but I've never heard any people out there bragging about who kids had the longest time in jail.
1: Wow. So you know, could you sad.
3: imagine what their kids be saying?
2: If that's what the older people that's be true.
1: saying, that is sad. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not what it. The thing is, life a product,
2: a product of our environment. So, uh-huh. you know, kids like growing I mean, I up in me. that surrounding,
1: yeah, not yeah, going to try to do
2: much. You know, they're not going to be motivated to be great. They're not going. Out. Yeah. And I mean, you know, unless they find somebody that pours into into them, a teacher or somebody else, um, that they may cross paths with in their life, they're going to be doomed to um, be in the, be in the neighborhood and and not be successful. And that's yeah. that's a shame because. These are the these are their role models. This is you know this is Uncle John. This is Daddy. Yeah, you know, talking like that, you know, coming home, you know, they high, they drinking, you know, they are unemployed or whatever the case may be, and so this is what the kids are seeing, you know, and unless they're seeing something different, then just the uphill battle it makes it even more difficult yeah. for the children to yeah. come out of that. Like
1: the little one, he's um. He wants to be a, and to play football. He's what's a wide receiver. Uh, I don't even know what this is. Football player. To catch he wants to be that, and he wants to be Football. Yeah. Now the other one, he likes basketball. You know this. I, I don't discourage them. I think they will learn along the way, but they're putting their heart. I'm going to be this and, like this, and I like this, and I like this, and all this stuff. You know, I don't, I don't discourage them at all. You know, and he's doing, he did very well in school. Both of the two boys did very well in school. You uh, know, the daughter, wants. she wants to be a, a nurse, like her mother. I didn't discourage her. I said, well, you have to learn to clean your room, because you got to clean them rooms and have to do this and that. The room is still nasty, but I said, but this is what you got to do, you know. Keep everything nice, do this. You have to keep it nice. Or whatever, You know, trying to talk to you know, show her what to do, although, you know, but I don't discourage her at all. I really don't. And they telling about you know they get to. me dad didn't get. I said, listen, I took care of all of you. I've been taking care of all of you. When all y'all get something, everybody gets something. That's the way mm-hmm. I am, you know. That's the way. Well, I am.
2: my opinion about you know the father and uh, having to uh, <clears throat> you know be. Be responsible for all the other kids, <clears throat> I <hear> you, Jenny.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: right. No, because I mean, we had this discussion. Right, <laughs> we had this discussion. We had this discussion before, and yeah, I, you know, my discussion. thing is, No, my thing is, I mean, you know, I think that if you can afford to bring something for all the kids, that's fine. I mean, are you obligated to? I don't believe you are. I think, think, you know, your responsibility is is your child. Um, Now, I think that, like uh, PC said, you know, taking the uh, kid out of the house, you know, taking him for a ride so that, you know, he can eat his food. I think that that would have been, you know, more appropriate, but then, what if he didn't have transportation? What if he's catching the bus, you know, or or walking, you know? What do you do in that instance? Um, But, you know, I think that for the most part, uh, I think that the mother's responsibility on how she ultimately manages that, I mean, you know, whether she, you know, communicates with him to the point of, you know, it, you know, I, it, it's difficult for me with these other kids when you, you know, when you do that. Um, but, I mean, it's a catch-22, if you want to buy your child a present, um, you know, uh, uh, say you want to buy them a necklace or something, you know, or give them a, a toy, you know, is it unfair that you can't give your child this gift? Um because you ain't bring toys for the other, other kids. Yeah, I mean, you know, your kid comes over to spends the weekend with you, comes back with you know a couple toys. I mean, I can see that's that. not your fault. Yeah, but I, mean, I can see that. Your, yeah, I mean, you know, that's not your fault. I mean, how are how is her having three other kids and three other babies' fathers going to dictate? how you and what you do for your Yeah, I mean, you know, that ain't your problem. Yeah, you but
4: know, you know I'm, what?
0: I'm we're still talking, I'm
3: we're talking about
0: children. We're talking about yeah. children. And if one is getting something and the others are not, it's going to be a problem in the household. <laughs>
2: That's true. That's it's true. Going to but be but, a but, who, problem. but whose problem? Whose problem is it? If if I don't stay there, and I'm doing something for my kid, I mean whatever goes on in your household is on you to manage. So if if you know my kid comes stay with me for the weekend, you know his grandmother and bought him something. I got him something. You know I got her something. Okay, now I bring her home. You know and she she got a new toy. Or a couple, or a new bike, you know. Okay, causing some issues, then that's for you to manage. I mean, did nobody tell you to have four different baby daddies? That's not what? some. That's not something that I have to regulate. What were you gonna say, TC?
3: I was gonna say the bottom line. The just bottom added line to the tail. The what?
1: I said the bottom
3: line falls down to. Uh, to the lady, you know, the bottom line boils down to the lady and to her choices, the choices
0: she made. I know, but, yeah. you know, we all make mistakes. Okay, it. I, it no, have, no, I, I have a couple more people that would like to say something. And, okay. You have the Good floor. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Every- Good evening. Yeah. I have two sons, two different baby daddies. There was an unwritten rule in my household. Don't you bring no crap in my house that you're not willing to share with my other child. You're not going it's not your child, but if you bring a hamburger to my house, you better bring two. My child, you you couldn't bring that problem to my house.
4: Okay. It, you're okay. not going to
0: make one child feel any different than the other child. And and both baby daddies knew that. And they respected me for it. So the only time that it was different was if it was a birthday.
4: Okay. Then the oh, other well, child knew bad. well. It's yeah. Good
0: you know yeah. it's his birthday i'm not going to be getting nothing but the thing was when they brought something for their child even though it was a the birthday they brought a small small token for the other child
2: okay all right, all right.
0: you you just couldn't make my child my children feel different towards each other Mm-hmm. because then you're bringing the problems in my house. Yes, yes, yes. yes you're well, not going to have know. one child feel like they're better than the other child. So if you bought your son a bike, leave it at your house. Yeah, all right. Cause you all don't right. have a bike at your house for him. All I right. have a bike for him at my house. Don't bring a bike over here. You, well, you know. Okay, okay. The,
2: no, I go got ahead, no. I got
0: another person on my side. I got somebody else that would like to say something, too.
2: Um, it on.
4: Hello, California. <laughs> hello, my name is Charmaine. And, you know, um, <laughs> I agree, just like the lady just said, that I was going to say the same thing the lady said. Y'all talk about, y'all mentioned, someone mentioned about the mother to regulate, and I agree. The mother should regulate, and the regulation as in, you know, if you buy something for your child, you leave it at your house. Unless you're going to bring all, unless you're going to buy something for every child in the household, then you leave it at your house. So these the other kids doesn't feel, you know, as if they're not important or they're not special and leave them out. So I was going to repeat the same thing that the lady said, but she beat me to the top. So thank you for allowing me to have the <laughs> opportunity to say something. Well, from from,
2: from a male perspective. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. (laughs) No, from a male perspective, I get that. And I think that the operative word in that whole piece was respect. And the fact that, you know, there was communication and an understanding that these are the rules and these are the boundaries and you need to respect that. And so with that being said, you know, if you're dealing with, you know, reasonable adults, you know, then that line shouldn't be crossed. Now, if that communi- that, if that hasn't been communicated, there's no respect, then that's where the problems come in. Now, you know, um, but I think, you know, that just needs to be a level of communication for those for those men that don't have that up, up, you know, on their own. If they don't say, hey, you know, this is my kid, but I don't want the other kids to feel a certain way, I'm not going to do certain things. For those, you know, men that say, hey, this is my kid, I do what I want, then that's where that communication needs to come in with the, with the mother so that there's some understanding, you know, you're not going to cause this, you know, chaos in my house and have my kids feeling some type of way about each other. So, no, I get that.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good conversation.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: That was a very good conversation. You have to do that for children. You have to do that for children. And you don't want your children fighting. you don't, and you want, don't them want them feeling some kind of way. And you want them just, to no, each you know, together. Good. Right, and you don't want your kid feeling that they're not as good as or their
2: sister. That's true. That's true. I, I get that. You know. Now, you know, I think the issue can come in is if there's no respect for the mother. You know, and you know, the man doesn't respect the mother and really could care less about the mother kids. You know, it's, it's about my kid and the fact that I'm gonna do what I want for my kid. Now, you manage your other kids' emotions, you know, however you manage them, or you tell them, you know, their fathers to step up and do something so they don't feel some type of way, you know, but you're not going to tell me what I can't do for mine, you know. So, in that instance, it can be messy. It can be some problems. And like you say, you know, you bring, you bring a bike over here, the bike ain't going to last, it, it's going to disappear, you know, because, you know my other kids ain't gonna feel like you said that they're not as worthy as this particular child. So, no, I get it. I think ultimately it's for the mother to manage and for her to, you know, have some some rules and regulations. I mean, you know, she she made this bed, she you know, she gotta land it. Literally. So and then you know, and and if you know, the men are respectable. Then it won't be a problem. But if you know you you, you if you know you you dealing with busters and and you know people that just don't really care, then it can be some issues. Just like on the on the same token, if it was you know a man and dealing with baby mama drama, you know he's got multiple you know multiple children by different women, you know you got to lay some ground rules. And if you know the people don't respect the rules, then there's consequences, whatever those consequences may be. But, I mean, you know, the best-case scenario is we have an understanding, we have a conversation, and you know, don't bring one thing over here if you can't bring something for the rest of the kids. You know, like you said, if it's a birthday, then that's an exception. But other than that, you know, I don't have a problem with you doing for your child, you know, even though you're probably paying child support too but I don't want you making my my other children feel some type of way.
1: Yeah.
4: Well, generally, you have a child.
2: Oh.
1: Okay, say, with door?
0: my scenario, I had oh. uh, a child here at the house. That was my oldest son. When I started dating, uh, the second father, he knew about the first child. Right. So if you know about him and you've been dealing with him to get to me, then whatever you were doing to get in there, you got to continue to do. Okay. So if you decided that you weren't going to do, or if you decided that you were going to run some rules, then you needed to be besides child support, you need to be paying some bills. <laughs>
2: All right. And if
0: you're not doing that, then no, you have no say. You pay your child support, and I'm going to tell you how I'm running my house because I can't tell you how to run yours, but I can doggone for sure tell you how I'm running mine. Okay. Okay. And if you don't like my my rules, don't come over here because I'm not disrupting your house, and you're not going to disrupt mine. So... Follow my rules, we'll smile at each other every time we see each other. We'll get along. the kids will see that we're getting along, and we'll have a good relationship. But if you bring a problem to my house, <laughs> I don't know how to straighten you out oh, and, we okay. and we never had a problem raising kids if we if, if he said. Uh, Okay, let's go somewhere. Do you think I'm going to leave the oldest child at home because you're not his dad?
2: Right.
0: So to me it's no different. One thing is no different from the other thing.
2: And the oldest
0: dad used to do for for my youngest child. He never made a difference because I wasn't
2: happy. No, I think that that's the way that it should be. I mean, you know, um, I think that that's, that's the way that it should be. I mean, you know, ultimately, um, if you messing with a woman that has children or has children after you, you know, after you say your child is the first one and she has children after that, you know, I think the, the thing still holds true. Um, But I think that if the man doesn't have the respect on his own to take the other children into consideration, then hopefully the mother has uh, the ability to communicate what her ground rules are. Because if she doesn't, then I think, you know, and the man doesn't, you know, then I think the whole thing can fall apart. You know, and it can be a big mess, and the kids can, you know, grow up with animosity towards each other just because your daddy did, my daddy didn't, you know. So, you know, it depends on the individuals involved. And sometimes, you know, um, everybody's not the best communicator. And sometimes, you know, if a person decides that they don't want to abide by your rules, then, you know, there has to be consequences. And so, you know, uh, whatever those consequences are, and I mean, you know, sometimes it's, it's painful, and sometimes it has to, you know, the court has to get involved, and you know, those things all happen too. But I think that uh, I think that you know, you can't let the woman off the hook and just say, well, the man should have, he should have known, yeah, he, you know, yeah, he should have, but if he didn't. You know, you can't hold him, you know, I don't think that you can fault him for trying to take care of his kid, even though, you know, he knows there are other children in the house. I think he should take that into consideration. But legally, he doesn't. I mean, morally, he should. But, you know, if the mother, you know, puts her foot down and says, hey, you know, this is how it is, then he has to respect that. (laughs) And if he doesn't, then, you know, you have to talk about what the consequences look like. So, isn't that the quality of
3: the woman's choice? I'm what sorry, I didn't hear you. I said, isn't that the quality of the woman's choice, the type of guy yeah. she selects? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so it comes all the way back down, like I said before, to the lady. Because kids know who they can play with. Men know who they can play with, you know. Right. Cause I know some ladies, boy. You you better not come at them wrong. Right, right. So I'm saying everything boils down to choice, and the
2: quality of the choices. You know, uh, you and, and, there, and there's some dead beats out there. So I mean, yeah. she might have laid down with a couple of them. You know, they they you know they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> You know, they ain't doing nothing. I mean, they not showing up, you know. they. She might not even know where they at, you know, but she got a good one that's doing some, you know, doing some things, you know, for his child, and hopefully he's respectable enough to say, hey, you know, I know you got other kids in the house, so, you know, when I come to bring some food for, for mine, I'm going to bring some food for the other ones. Now, if I I don't have the money for for that today, you know, I mean, I can bring a pizza, you know, $5 pizza, you know, y'all go for what you know. You know, <laughs> but if I ain't got enough, I'm going to let yeah. you know. You know, send Junior out. Yeah. We're going to take a ride, and I'll bring him back in an hour. You know, let him eat his food. Let it digest, that. That's going to be a problem. Right. What if, didn't allow the, what if I want to take that. What if I want to take it to the mall?
0: Oh, you, know, you can't it take choose. it to the mall. You really can't take it to the mall. No, I didn't I allow that because name. that's where your child support came in at.
2: All right, I'm at support, but I pay child support, but but I got some extra money. That's what you do. You do what you do with child support, but I got to. I got you know with my money, I want to buy some Jordans. He can't have it. Mm-hmm. I got about two. I got about
0: you two or Oh my goodness! You, w- while you at the mall, you better buy a crucifix for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that
4: that
2: sounds, That's like <laughs>
4: sounds like a threat. Sounds like a threat. Do I need you to? Gonna I need say, nine I'm going to have you on you
2: that cross
0: when you get back. I if need you got nine one one on speed <laughs> if you didn't put, <laughs> if you didn't bring back a small token for the other one, and it didn't have to be anything, it could be a, a baseball, a basketball. You could go buy him five pair of shoes. I don't care. Just show the other one that he's not beneath his brother. All
2: yeah. right, all right, all right. I mean, I see that 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 level of communication. We can, we can work with some things. We can do some things. We can come up to a to a happy medium. You know, I ain't necessarily got to buy two pair of Jordans, but you know, I'm gonna come back. He got Jordans, and the other one's gonna have something.
4: Now right. he might
2: be, he might be, he might be mad. He ain't got these new gym shoes like a, like a, like a sibling. No, but. you
4: know what?
0: You know what? I always made sure that whatever one child got from his dad, if I saw that the other one looked kind of crazy, then I okay. would call his dad and I would say, okay, well, I'm not trying to be funny. But his dad just bought him these, and he doesn't have. And and I'm gonna put it like this: I never, I'm not, never messed around with a broke man. All right, all right, so all <laughs> right. So what? <with> your child <laughs> well, <sorry. and laughs> that <that's laughs> that your
3: problem.
2: Problem. <laughs> Right. It's, it's a whole it's a whole lot of sisters out here messing with 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 broke broke brothers pulling up on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> they pulling up <laughs> to the house on the bike. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you want to go? What? You want to go out for a date? Don't
0: ride the bike, Brittany. If that's all he's driving, if that's he's driving, then we don't have the uh, problem about him brand buying, buying shoes, bringing a hamburger. Uh, we don't have to have, We don't have a problem with that
2: because he ain't got no money. Hey, hey.
0: Hey, yeah, what well, they, say
2: they, they say them broke brothers are the ones that they get that good loving because they ain't got yeah. nothing to lose.
4: <laughs>
2: they trying to move in with you.
3: Because <laughs> they money moving in. They're going to do Mr. it right.
0: Mr.
4: Coleman. <laughs> like
0: Coleman They're looking I was, for <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Coleman.
2: The brothers that working, that's the one, the, the that working, that's, the one that's, that's tired. <laughs> Yeah, well. What did you say, Dorothy?
0: I said I was never whipped. If anything, it was the I other way around. True. All
2: right, all right. Well, see, that was <laughs> your problem. You know, now, it's it's a whole lot of sisters out here that's, that's messing with brothers beneath them, you know, beneath I their, know. their potential. They got college degrees and, you know, and these brothers unemployed. But, you know, they want some companionship <laughs> and they want a friend. You know, so they settle, and then they mess around, they get pregnant by somebody they know they shouldn't get pregnant by. You know, and right now with these abortion say laws. I should write a book. Right. With these abortion laws, the way they're trying to make them, you know, it's going to be a problem.
0: You got that you get right. pregnant.
2: You, you get, get an unwanted know. pregnancy.
0: No, you wait until one of the congressmen's, uh side pieces gets
2: pregnant. Wow, wow. <laughs> but they got money. They got money. They can send them somewhere. mm They can't. If, you,
0: if they find out they've been out of town and got it done, they can be arrested. And the baby's daddy if he knew.
2: Yeah, you know, that's you can probably get only for
0: that's black 100%.
3: folks. Okay, so that's only for black folks and poor folks.
1: Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. right. Right.
2: Right. Ripsy I mean, you know'cause if that was because if that was the case then they them laws would change back real fast, yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> but they had no exceptions for incest or rape and and one and one white congresswoman said that I think she's a congresswoman um I don't know if she who whoever she was I saw this on the news said if a woman gets pregnant by rape, it's an opportunity. Now, what kind of opportunity is opportunity I don't know. Opportunity for what? I don't, I don't know. know. It's an opportunity. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well. You there's a lot of children in if they don't, bootstraps, they don't have the baby, There's going to be a lot of children in the system giving them up for adoption. That's that's on.
3: But that's the problem. They want, they want to have them, but the government don't want to take care of them after you have them. Oh, not at all. That's true. the big problem. That's true. So, you know. And now well, like if it, if not even if you're to work, yeah. Who's,
1: who's that's babysitting true.
2: those kids? That's right. Right. to the, and the, You know what? They pro-life what? to the baby born.
0: They keep keeping themselves. I say they need to add an addendum to it. If you're a baby daddy who's not taking care of his kids, then you have to have a vasectomy. Rules change.
2: Uh-huh. For real, real
1: fast. <laughs>
2: real fast.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, they're they going to come up with something like that. I mean, they going to, you know, because uh, that's definitely a way to uh, tie a brother up. Uh-huh. Not, yeah, you know, that child support will get you if it ain't that. Because if you get in the rear it's too high, they're going to put you in jail or take, you know, take, a large percentage of the money you're making, which helps to keep well, you uh, I think
0: it's unfair for the woman to bear the whole brunt of the responsibility when she didn't get herself yeah.
2: pregnant. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think it's coming to take I it out agree. on the child. Mm-hmm. And some women do. I mean, you're looking at this kid and the kid looking like his daddy, and you can't stand his daddy. Uh-huh. So, you yeah. know, I mean, I didn't hurt. I done heard women cussing babies out in public. Yeah,
1: that's I'm true. I'm like, oh, yeah, really? They don't want to be bothered. They don't want to be tied down yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. They don't want to be tied down. You take, it, so either which way you're going to do it? Yeah, you take it out on the child, either way. Yeah, they got, to it. They they put got two or two child three of them, the and the
3: they're
2: freezing. all in diapers.
3: Yeah. Let me ask you this question. What We talked about one or two. What do you do when somebody who has six
0: or seven? Hmm. Hmm. You know what? I, I, uh, I come from a I come from a loving family,
1: uh-huh. and I
0: believe if I had six or seven children, and I felt like I couldn't deal with them, I feel like there is someone in my family that would take whatever child I told them to take off my hands.
2: All right. Rather than see right. that child abused. That's a village, It's
4: sure. <laughs>
3: not really
2: Every, nah. you know,
0: <laughs> not like that anymore. Everybody,
3: doesn't have that. Uh, everybody don't have that. that, that no, everybody don't have that support on, on yeah. something like that. Because I remember I was dating this girl and she had, she had seven kids. You know, and uh, wow, I was out in Kansas City somewhere, right? And she was talking, and but like I said, I, I just got to meet you know meet her so. I was like, seven kids, that's a lot of kids. And I asked her, I said, well, your baby's only about, uh, I think he may have been about 16 months. I said, well, what about your uh, his dad? Well, his dad ain't about nothing. I said, wow. Mm-hmm. So then she uh, she said, you know what I'm going to do? I said, what? She said, I'm going to quit my job because I think I could do something better. I said, well, I, said, I could give you some advice. And my advice: hmm. don't quit your job. You got seven kids, <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> right. Uh-huh. About two or three months later, two or three months later, she calls me, right? And she said, how dare you? You haven't called me or sent me money or anything. You haven't given me anything.
1: I <laughs> said, yes, I wow. did.
3: I gave you some advice. Don't quit your job. that. <laughs> <laughs> <Look, I'm bad. laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: She was mad at you No,
0: know, you. you know that's wrong <laughs> you really
3: wrong. wrong But I mean, come on now if, if you decide you want to have that many kids That's up to you I have no problems with it But then, don't it, you know If we if we were to go along further into a relationship You know But I couldn't see myself going further If you got seven kids already I, I don't have a car big enough to put everybody. <laughs> mm. And you
0: could have became daddy, baby daddy number no, eight.
3: No, no, no,
2: no, no way hold that.
3: <laughs> say,
2: say, we going out to dinner. You mean I got to take all these kids? I, I got to take all the I got to take seven kids and, the and you? <laughs>
1: right, right,
2: right. Say, I can, afford, kid, I can only so
1: afford to take care of you and you two be. kids. Yeah, so these, other,
2: fun, these fun. other these other four, I don't know what you're gonna do with them. All right, but like I'm saying, you know.
0: sometimes you got to stop. You know what, guys? Yeah. You guys mm-hmm. have been so funny this uh, evening. This is really <laughs> It has been a great show. And I thank each and every one of you who participated in it. And if you said yes or no or whatever you said, it was a good show. So I would (laughs) like to ask who would like to have something to say before we go? You want to raise your hand. Or if you have something to say, say I do. Oh, I do. Okay. (laughs) I want everyone to be safe this weekend.
4: Oh yes, Yes.
0: and and to enjoy your families because tomorrow is not promised to us. That's
2: right, for sure. That's true. Well, thank you very much. You too. Yes, yes, yes. okay i'd like to say everybody enjoy your holiday That's Fourth of july definitely is on true. Monday. i don't know how That's, many people celebrating not, the 4th of july anymore since now that we got juneteenth
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 was, well, <laughs> well you know what it's, it's a it's a holiday guess what it's a three-day weekend and some people ain't got to work so they're going to enjoy it anyway right. So, but i just wish right. everybody to be safe safe and have a uh, wonderful holiday. Well, thank Thank you, you, you. California.
2: And, uh, uh, Charmaine, I know know you've got a podcast that comes on. Tell us
4: a little bit about your podcast, when it comes on, and what you're talking about. Okay, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Well, I have a podcast that comes on Thursday, and it's real talk, real people, real conversation. So I find a um, relevant topic or whether somebody's a business owner and like for instance, this Thursday was about a woman who's teaching about will and trust living trust and she's sharing with the, you know, people of how important it is to have a living trust because we don't know when our time is going to go and for it to have to go to the government to make a decision of what family member who might be in a right state of mind to be able to allocate whatever the person estates that they have and stuff like that. So it's important and she was just giving you guidance of how to go about, you know, just writing out a will because, you know, she was sharing how Risa Franklin, she just had a handwritten will and it's called a holograph and they was able to accept that i think prince didn't have a will so even for instance if you have little children and you happen to die you know the government decide where your child goes if, if there's somebody in the family who has a right state of mind if not it goes that your child going to foster system and i was so shocked mm-hmm. so information like that is what I kinda of look for people who can help other people, um, on my podcast. Because I am a chaplain in the prison and I talk to a lot of women and they got the issues just like the women on the outside. So I try to find something where I can help those before they go into prison. Conversation will make people think. So thank you for the opportunity and it's Thursday it's four PM Pacific time and seven PM Eastern Standard Time. Every Thursday. You
2: love that. All
4: right. Very thank so you very
2: much.
4: Yes. Thank you. thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.
3: Okay. Is that still on Radio Eight? Her her broadcast? Uh, it's the Did same Bly, Bly
0: number. Talk? It's the same number.
3: Same number? Okay.
0: Yeah. Same number. Okay. Then. So does anybody else say I do? Okay. Lucy, you don't have anything to say?
1: I done preached my sermon already on the mount. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for allowing me to. What would you say? Okay. Faith over fear, huh? Uh,
0: so, TC, <laughs> what are you doing? I, I know you're going out of town.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week I'll be going. I'll be in Mississippi.
0: All right, now have fun. That's all I got to say.
3: I'm definitely going to (laughs) try.
0: Okay, well, if you guys have said everything you needed to say, what I have to say is this. There are three C's, C's of life. Choices, chances, and changes. You must make the choice to take a chance if you want anything in life to change. So there are your three C's, and I would like to say have a great holiday. I mean have a good time. Just don't go overboard, but just enjoy it, and I'll see you or talk to you next Friday. This has been the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. Good night.
2: Good night.